Privat, baby. I think that's Russian. Oh, the computer just died, dude. The music was just getting good. Privat, everybody. That's Russian. I, I try, I'm try, trying to learn how to speak Russian. I got one word down. Privat. That means, that means hello in Russian. Did you know that? I do now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, everybody. Top of the morning to you. Cheers to this one. Cheers to the Underground 4 podcast. We are back. It's uh, Thursday. My computer just died, so uh, I can't tell you what time it is. I think it's like 145. 156. Oh, Mr. Apple Watch over here. Dude, Apple Watches are cold. They're such a waste of money, though, dude. Like, hey, I've got the time. Like, all right, let's be honest. Do you use your watch for time, or do you? is it fun? It's fun. Well, I can use it to cheat in school, too. All right. I go in Oakland, right? Yeah. Oh, Oakland, watch out. You got a cheater <laughs> on your hands. Drew Allison. What's up, everybody? I know I already said this like three times, but who cares? Um, We got an episode of the Underground 4 happening right now. Um, Drew is... uh. You know, he's one of those kids where, you know, he thinks he's uh he thinks he knows things, but he doesn't. Um he finally cut his hair. Jeez, it took you took long enough, dude. But oh, it ain't the flow looking dirty though? It tell is, me, it is. Tell I'm, me the flow ain't looking dirty. I missed the flow, it was just way too itchy for me. Tell me the flow ain't looking dirty. Looking me dirty. and Andrew are getting cold. Listen, dude. I I, I told Andrew Vaughn and Brennan this and they, and they gave me a hard time for it. Cornrows, what do you think? On you? Yeah. No. I'm getting cornrows. You better not. Shout out to Jay Gag. She said she put cornrows in for me. Zach Sims. I'll see you in. I'll see you in a couple hours, baby. You better not get cornrows. I'm just gonna have them for like two days. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, exactly. I do because then I could say like Vaughn and Brennan both got mullets. Like, come on, I can do cornrows. Why don't you join with the mullet gang? Cause I, I like the flow, and I, I, I want to go to uh, college with the flow. Because then I'll be like, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, just because then all those country kids out and. Out in uh, the Tractorville, all of that. I'll be like, oh, I like the flow. I'll be like, yeah, me too. Well, and then, then, you get, then you get like that baseball vibe going. Yes, sir, you. dude. Dude, we start baseball two weeks in. And then we go to like May, dude. It's going to be insane, dude. I haven't played baseball like for eight months at a time and forever. It's going to be insane. You have to have like social distancing on the bench. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Wait, I go in Oakland, right? It's just virtual first semester, well, right? Macomb then Oakland, yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, so you're just going to Macomb then next year, right? Yeah, so I'm going to Macomb this year for two years, and then I'll be going to Oakland after. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Are you going to run track? Does Macomb have a track? Yeah, but I'm not running track in Macomb. Why not? Are you going to try and run in Oakland? No. I, like, I had offers to run track in a couple different schools, but I was like, I just don't want the commitment of it. Track's such a huge commitment because there's yeah, indoor and outdoor. Yeah, track so sucks. You're there like right away. I think you go, you go to school or you go back up there like mid August, and then you don't come home until right after nationals, which is like Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, it's so horrible. You're there the whole time. And you're practicing the entire time. It's the longest season in college, I believe. Yeah, well, it's because like especially track, like, like it can be outside or it can be inside. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess for football, you can have indoor football, but it's just like kind of arena football. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just like practice. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's what track is, but there's still indoor stuff. Yeah. In track, are you a distance runner or are you a sprinter? Mid distance. So I did like the 400 and the 800. It's 400 one time around. Yeah. On a normal track, like an outdoor, what we had at school, 400 is one lap, and then an 800 is two laps. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, it, isn't TJ a long-distance runner? TJ can do literally anything and everything and come first. He's, well, yeah. TJ is nuts. D1, baby. Is not Oakland D1? <laughs> yeah, he's going to Oakland. D1 track athlete, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Terrence Kirkley Brooks. I should get him on here. <laughs> you should. I should get him and his, his brother. His brother's a beast. You know his brother? Yeah, his brother does uh, lacrosse, doesn't he? I don't know. I just yeah, know he's cool. Across. I just know he's cool. 
I'd always talk to him. Travis. Yeah. Shout out to Travis. If you're listening to this, shout out to you. <laughs> what up, Drew? How have you been holding up? Pretty well, Keegan. How are you? I've been doing good. I started a podcast. You know, you know since, like, the world's gone mad, dude, like, I mean, it, it like, I, how can I put this? I'm not going to say it's been good because, like, it, like, it obviously hasn't. Like, people right. are dying. People are getting sick. Whatever. That's bad. But, like, because of this, dude... My life's changed for the better so much. That's good. Like now, like because of this, I run a podcast. I get to talk to UFC fighters whenever I not whenever, but I get to talk to UFC fighters a lot, and I get to have fun with it. And dude, if it wasn't for a baseball season getting canceled, I don't know if I'd be playing college. So, and then if I wouldn't, you know, I just be no, I wouldn't be looking forward to you know staying home for a couple more years. Why would you not be playing college? Because like I, I was kind of just like I was I was I was just on the fence. I was like, all right, you know, I kind of want to, but do I want the commitment? But then like. As soon as the season got, as soon as Chippewa season got canceled, and uh, I'm not playing summer baseball because of my shoulder, which is it's all good now. I might play for Andrew this weekend, probably not, but anyway. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but uh, because of this, I didn't want my last game to be at the University of Michigan, <clears throat> where I played one inning, and my mom got really mad at me at the end of the day, and it was just my mom there. I, I wanted my family to be from it because I played this since I was four. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted my last game to be special, not just where I'm, you know, at the worst school in the world, and <laughs> yeah, go oh, green, wow. go green. Jeez. I'm not the worst school in the world. My mom's mad at me. It's just my mom. It, it was just, I just want a Cinderella ending, so, you know, yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I want to go out with a bang, man. That's why I didn't want to run track in college. I just didn't want the commitment. Like, I want to be able to go snowboarding or whatever I want without having to worry about breaking my leg. Yeah, especially in track, you know, you need your legs. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like track and football are, like, those two things where, like, you have to be, like, on the ball for all injuries, and you're, like, in a almost a bubble. Because, like, yeah. dude, it, like, dude, I guarantee Trevor Lawrence can't do anything, dude. Like, dude, I, I guarantee, Probably, yeah. I, like, there's no way Trevor Lawrence can be like, yo, Dabo, I'm going, I'm going snowboarding. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. If you wear a bubble around you, you can go snowboarding. Yeah, people like him, Justin Fields, all Justin Fields guys. is good. Yeah, the, I mean, like, especially, well, I mean, that's obviously the top of the top of the tiers, dude. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like still, like I guarantee that those kids can't do normal things. That yeah, some of these don't. like incoming freshmen who are walk on, they probably don't care. Yeah, dude, I, I feel kind of bad for them. Like uh, all the incoming freshmen are like going D one, like going to Michigan, even though they suck. Going to Michigan, going to Ohio State. Jeez. Like I, I feel bad for those kids because they're like, you know, am I even only gonna get to play three years? Like, dude, yeah. like it, it, I was thinking about it, and like because of this, like. The next four years of like, especially in college to NFL draft stuff like that, mm-hmm. you no know, MLB and NBA and NHL doesn't matter what sport. But because of that, dude, because of this, like all the next four years could be screwed over because you know it's these kids who you know it's these because I, I do know that uh, like uh, I'm pretty sure it's just spring sports, but aren't just spring sports kids are seniors last from last year allowed to come back this year? I believe so. So that's why I think I think if fall sports this year get canceled for college. They will give the se- the people who are seniors an extra year of eligibility. Yeah, that's what I think will happen. But then it's like, are they still on scholar? Because then it's costing the school money, and they got to bring in more freshmen, and it's just, it makes a big mess. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure NCAA rules say you have to have 12 credits a semester to uh, be a full time student. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have to have 12, cre- uh, 12 credits a semester to play sports. So like, I, I feel like no, it, it's gonna be no. If you're going like, what's an expensive school? Like it. Ohio I mean, State, Michigan, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, if you're going to Michigan for football, dude, and you know you're not on a full ride, you know you're paying like 
twenty grand a year. Is, that, is yeah. it worth twenty grand to play football? I mean, like, sure, it's Michigan. Like, that's yeah. that's. I mean, they suck, but it's cool. But like, I mean, I I just don't know if it'd be worth it for them because at that point, if they're there four years, they already have their degree and whatever they have. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just. I feel like they're just paying twenty grand to play football. Yeah, so that's why like. The seniors this year, so let's say they get an extra year of eligibility, they come back next year, assuming fall sports don't happen. Now the school is paying for a whole other class of more kids. Like, do yeah. they have the money for that? Yeah, I, 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 I don't – I, don't, I mean, I, I think schools do have the money for it. Just do they want to give it yeah. up would be the and bigger question. I could be wrong, but I think you your roster can only be so big. Yeah. So like I, you, I, now you yeah, have a whole other sure. – you have an extra class. You have basically five classes of kids that are on your team. So it's like, you know, do you – you got to cut kids now or what? Yeah, and at that point, too, if if it's these incoming freshmen who are getting cut or something, who are like, or, or I wouldn't say cut, but they're like, hey, you know. It, just not on the t- drops because they can't. Yeah, it, like and at that point, they're like, okay, you know, I'm obviously not good enough to be up here, and then, you know, and then they probably don't want to come back next year unless they're just really into it, and unless Michigan and Ohio State's their dream school. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the schools are dream school, it makes sense to go back, but it just doesn't make sense for them to go – and you no, know, if you're about to be a freshman and you're you no, know, you're a highly touted prospect. But then there's a you no. Know, say you're a five star D end. Say you're a five star D end, and you're going to school where they've already got like a senior who's about to be a D end. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. And then you know you're kind of screwed over because you're like, dude, like I should be playing right now. But yeah. instead, you know, I've got this guy who's four years older than me. Yeah. And you know he's already bred to the game. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't be surprised. Like, let's say fall sports don't happen. Let's say there's no, like, extension to the roster. You know, schools don't want to pay for an extra class. I would not be surprised if you see a large amount of kids go play JUCO. Bro, uh, because I will they, admit. they can play there. You know, JUCO, junior college aren't that expensive. And a lot yeah. of times they're not on scholar. You can mm-hmm. play JUCO. And, you know, a lot of times if you're really, really good in JUCO, you can go Power 5. You can yeah. go D1. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see, especially, like, the three stars, the two stars, even some of the lower fours. If they go JUCO. Yeah, or, I mean, like, I, I'm sure if you're, like, a four-star, I don't think that they'd, like, go, like, from D1 to J. I'd say they go, like, like a smaller D1, you yeah, know? Yeah, maybe, like, a uh, like a Mac school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, still, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I mean, I know we're talking about football, like, fall sports, but, like, I know at least for baseball, for baseball, a JUCO is a big thing because, like, dude, mm-hmm. if you play baseball and you're halfway decent, you, you can play Somewhere, yeah. It, just because you know the rosters are so big, it's a cheap sport to to keep above the ground, and so you you always have the opportunity to go. It's just, mm-hmm. If you're decent and you want to and you work minimally hard enough, you can go somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how it is for football, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, what's his what's the receiver's name on the Vikings? Is really good. Adam Thielen. Yeah. Did didn't he go JUCO for like a year and then he transferred small D. D two, D three, and then he transferred the Minnesota or something like that. I don't remember exactly his path, but I remember it was like it's, it's a weird path. It's a weird path. Like it's very unexpected. I know he was he was undrafted, right? Yeah, he was undrafted, super slept on, and now he's a beast. I wish his computer wasn't dead. <laughs> Stupid computer. It's oh my, my fault. I left it open. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that there that that'll be a lot more of a an option to mm-hmm. for people to I go think to. It'd be. You know, not just football though. Other sports too. I mean, if if fall sports are canceled, I think a lot of JUCOs are going to have a lot of enrollments because the schools won't have the roster spots for the you know the two and the three stars, mm-hmm. and they won't have the money for them either. 
Yeah, because I know that there's talk about moving like like in college and high school. I know there's talk about moving the fall sports to over the spring, to spring. Right. Yeah, which personally to me, I think that sounds like a good idea. Like playing baseball and like like playing baseball in September to like October when like when the World Series is going on when everybody's in the baseball. Like in like I feel like playing baseball for a high school team in the fall where it's like sixty eight, like it's perfect right there. Mm-hmm. And like I, at least to me, it just sounds a lot more fun. The only thing that I worry about, the only thing I worry about is like, I mean, for example, for Chippewas baseball team, dude, we only had one, two, I guess you could say, kids who are who were sophomores last year, were juniors or no, who were sophomores two years ago when we had a season. Junior, we're we're gonna be juniors on varsity this year, and there's and they're seniors now, and we've only had two kids who have played even an inning in varsity. So like, yeah. what I was thinking is like, I feel like the the quality of, of recruits and stuff, the quality of everything is gonna go way down because people mm-hmm. aren't because and, and so I feel like it's gonna be a lot harder for everybody. Because that's what me and Andrew were talking about yesterday. Yeah. Because especially at Chip, you know, we don't have the best baseball team. Yeah. I mean, I mean, two years ago you made like what was it, like Final Four, Elite Eight, a couple years ago. I don't know. Varsity team. No. I don't know. But um. Yeah, because I was talking to Brennan. Brennan goes to Dio Sal. He said that there's, I think, three sophomores or three about to be juniors on varsity the year before. And so at least they have some experience. And they got some kids who can lead, have varsity innings. But, like, I don't know. It just seems, at least to me, it seems like all the recruiting, all the, it seems like all the recruiting, all the draft. Like, I saw one thing in the eye the other day. Like, Trevor Lawrence is obviously going one next year, whether yeah. there's a season or not. Yeah. But, like, how are they going to determine who goes 176 yeah. or not? because you don't have any film. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it, it takes a, you know, takes away from all yeah. the people who That's why had the opportunity. I think if they were to s- switch the spring and fall sports, okay. But then you got to make that decision now so that the spring sports or, you know, the springs that are being moved to fall can start practicing. Yeah, exactly. right now all the falls are practicing, you know, like cross-country – uh, men's soccer, football, those are all practicing right now, for at least for high school. I don't know about college, but they're like my brother plays football. He's practicing right now. Zach, right? That's his name. Yeah. So if you switch the sports, you need to do that now so that the baseball teams can get tryouts, can get players practicing and all that kind of stuff, learn stuff. Um, same with like the women's soccer for high school is in the spring. You know, they need to make that announcement now, get tryouts, get the girls practicing mm-hmm. so that they can be ready for a season. Yeah, like, dude, if something happens in the next month or so, and all of a sudden uh, and all of a sudden, uh, I get to all event, and they're like, hey, baseball's a non-contact sport. Let's move – or not non, but it's less contact than football, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Less contact than football. Let's switch those two. Baseball's a spring sport now. All of a sudden, you know, I've got, you know, a couple months to prepare for my first game. All of a sudden, you know, I got to worry about the game in, like, two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Which the only thing it's the same thing it's the same thing that you were saying though like do spring like athletes have enough time to even prepare mentally for that mm-hmm. like dude would you imagine being a D one no I don't know if you know anything I mean you know a lot of stuff but like college baseball dude it, college baseball no let's say you're a freshman and you're going to Vanderbilt. Because Vanderbilt's like top top notch. Yeah, they won the championship like two years. They're ago. so good. They're so nasty. Shot the Dansby Swanson dirtiest flow in the game. <laughs> um. Dude, if you're a D1 kid going to Vanderbilt, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking, all right, you know, I've got until, you know, when's the first game? I've got until March, February to to work up and get my yeah. and get reps in. All of a sudden, yo, I've got to play a game against, 
know, the number two pitcher for the MLB draft next year, mm-hmm. and you're freaking out. Like, yeah, I just don't know if people, it's it, like, even if it was announced in 30 seconds right now, I still don't know if you'd have enough time. That's why I think if they're going to, whenever they announce it, like, let's say they do announce it, they should give like a two month pushback for the start dates for, you know, if they announce it for high school and college, especially for high school to get tryouts done and everything. Um, get all that set up because it's going to take a week or two to at least get the preparation and the setup done. Yeah, exactly. And then you need time to do tryouts for high school. You know, college, you got to get all the all those people who are for the spring, you got to get them on campus. Mm-hmm. You got to get them moved in on campus, ready, and then they can start practicing because, you know, everybody who's not a freshman for um, college sports in the fall, they're already on campus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, freshmen aren't yet because they don't go till yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it all starts, but they're all on campus now. So you got to get the people who were going to be coming on campus at the normal date. You got to get them now so they can start preparing. Yeah. The, the only thing about the two month thing you said though, is like, say, you know, and say you're a high school baseball player and say, you know, from here, from today, the 16th, you push it till September 16th. It's a two week long. It's a two month long season. By the end, and by the end of the season, you're playing mid-November. Yeah. Like, like I don't know if you really want to play in like mid-November. Like, it's gonna be like 45 degrees at in, during some games. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, That's like, true. It's, like, sure, it's, it's the same thing in April. You know, it's rough, rough days. It's cold, but you yeah. know, I just don't, I just don't know if there's enough time at this point. Yeah, unless you, I, I, I would like to see season. college football get switched to spring though, because I, I like, dude, I can't imagine college football without fans. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, Penn State, Ohio State at Penn State, dude. It's, that's always a wait-out game, right? That's why the fan, people underestimate who, like, don't know that much about football underestimate how big the fans are in games. Especially, dude, college football is the number one for fan support. Yes. Pet, like, two, I think it was two or three years ago, I think it was the 2016 Penn State team, they won the Big Ten. Penn State, it was when Ohio State played at them. Penn State does not win that game if the fans aren't like that. Yeah. They don't win that game. They, I feel like that's how a lot of games are. You watch that game, there are so many times where – um, Ohio State could not hear the calls. They could not hear JT giving the calls to the other team, you know, to his receivers, to his line, because of how loud Happy Valley was. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing in the NFL with uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City, Seattle, Twelfth Man, and yep. whatever they call it in, down in Kansas City. Like, like especially in, like I mean, like yeah, the, 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 there's always momentum switches in the NBA. Like you, whenever the fans get going, you know, you tend to hit bigger shots. But like, I feel like that's just normal. But, like in baseball, like dude. If playing baseball in an empty stadium, that's not that's not bad at all. Yeah, like it's just normal. Like, it's just like in in your squad scrimmage. Like, yeah. dude, even when you know it's a it's a, a scrimmage for football. Like like there's like there's people there, like coaches, parents, yeah. you know. Then there's people getting into it. There's all their scouts or whatever. That's another thing too. Like how are your scouts gonna get there? They're, like mm-hmm. they don't want to travel across the world. Yeah. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if for let's say college sports they do kind of a thing where you buy like a ticket. Like, you know, you can buy up to four tickets. And so, you know, you have four seats and then three seats, like, that are open. And then another oh, yeah. four that are closed. I 100% love that. And then, but then I would say that, you know, usher, like, have ushers take people to their seats. Yeah. So there's no chance of them going somewhere, hitting something, touching something, mm-hmm. make sure everybody's wearing a mask. And, like, student sections, I would say just either half or even one-third the capacity for a student section. Yeah. Like, dude, like, is this a thing? Like, I can't stand wearing a mask when I go to, like, Meyer. Like, I'm like, all right. Like, I mean, like, I understand why, but, like, I, like, 
I still hate it's just it. Annoying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, still I, hate I, it. I have to do it at work, and I'm sweating to death. And yeah, I get me this too, mask dude. On dude, me. I, I, I've got mask knee coming in. <laughs> so some kid called it Jets. I was like, that's a good one, mask knee. Oh my god, it's getting bad. But uh, no, dude. If there's live sports, dude, I will wear six at a time, dude. Just be able to go, like, dude. I was mm-hmm. thinking about because, like, I mean, I don't know if you keep up on on the UFC, but they've got the Fight Island thing going right now, dude. Dude, I would wear six masks, six hazmat suits, a, <laughs> a sweatsuit. I would do anything to go see a live, like a live, live concert, yeah. live sporting event, live anything right now. Yeah, I was, I like over quarantine. I watched like every UFC fight just really? because it was the only thing on TV. Good for you. Good for you. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my. I don't boy. know too much about it, but I watched everything. My brother and his friends do. Um, every time there's a fight, they go over to the Schuster's house and they watch the fight. Dude, I, I, I was thinking, because I was going through people who saw my story yesterday. I saw Tommy saw it. I was like, dude, if I got Tommy on here, that would blow up, dude. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, dude, I would market the crap out of that, dude. I'd be like, D1 quarterbacks at my house. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It'd be funny. I think Tommy lives around here, too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He might be, well, because he's a sophomore in college now, so he's probably a backup at school already. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because he plays football. Oh, yeah, you're right. I should probably text him soon. I'll get text him, on, him, get him on Zoom. Uh, yeah, I'm doing Zoom tomorrow with uh, Ian McCall and Gray Maynard. Dude, Gray Maynard, cool. 2011 fight of the year with Frankie Edgar. And I'm pretty sure that that fight's in the UFC Hall of Fame. So, you know, I'm kind of a beast. Underground 4 is making it big. And <laughs> I never thought I'd have you on here, Drew. Well, I'm happy to be here. Finally, we can <laughs> shout about some sports. Yes, sir. We've got, we've got about 35 minutes left. I want to make you mad, dude. I want to make <laughs> you mad. I want to make you mad. Oh, my God. I'm going to. All right, let's see it. All right, Jim Harbaugh sucks. I don't disagree with that. Okay, thank you. He he can recruit well. He can do a lot of things well. He cannot win the big games well. Dude, I, I don't know if Jim Harbaugh can recruit well or if it's just Jim Harbaugh's at a school that can, can recruit well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think he can recruit well, though. So, I mean, you look at Michigan, you know, some of the coaches have recruited, like, like Rich Rod. Rich Rod couldn't recruit. Brady Hope, the GOAT. Brady... Brady Hoke is like, that man could recruit, though. <laughs> he got Jabril Peppers, who was the number two player in the country. Brady Hoke got him to Michigan when they came off of what? Like a four and eight, eight season? Like in four, no, it was two seasons. It was a season before that. Oh. It was like the uh, like six and six season or whatever it was. Something like that. You got Jabril Peppers, the number two player in the country, to come play for you. Brady Hoke could recruit. He couldn't coach. Yeah, th- th- I mean, that's when I, like as soon as they hired uh, as soon as they hired Harbaugh was when I was like, I hate U of M, go green, because <laughs> like I don't know, it was just something about Jim Harbaugh I don't like, and like I, I'm pretty sure it's just his demeanor. He's like, I feel like Jim Harbaugh thinks he's like top notch because the media thinks he's top notch. Like, dude, if we're talking about it, dude, it, if you sat Nick Saban, Dabo Swinney, Ed Orgeron. Les Miles, I know he's not does coach anymore, but he's, he was yeah, he good. He's at uh, Kansas? Kansas, yeah. Oh, okay. Les Miles <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh, all at a table. Jim Harbaugh would be the worst by. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Jim Harbaugh, like, I, I feel like if it was that, if it was a five man tournament, dude, like, I don't know if you know how high school wrestling do is, but like, if you're a high school wrestler and you're number one in the state, and then. It, a number seven, eight kid is like garbage to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's in like yeah. the difference is insane. Yeah. Like uh, at at the um, at the state tournament, at the team state tournament for mm-hmm. wrestling this year, uh, in the first round it was Detroit Catholic Central number one and Dakota is number eight, and Dakota lost seventy nothing 
or, so, or something like that. So it's just it's insane. And Jim Harbaugh would be nothing. Jim Harbaugh is he's a good coach. He's not a great coach. Michigan is a good football team. They're not a great football team. That's the difference. I mean, Jim Harbaugh, don't get me wrong. He's got a great resume. He's done those coaches that you named. He's done something none of them have. Can you take a guess what it is? Make this Super Bowl. What? Make this Super Bowl? No, he's. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Basically, basically, yeah. <laughs> at least I'm not wrong. He's won at every level. He's succeeded at every level. Mm-hmm. He took San Diego, turned them around. Stanford, turned them around. Michigan, turn around. The 49ers, turn around. Nick Saban got ran out of the NFL. <laughs> he, played, he coached Saban, the Dolphins, didn't he? He coached the Dolphins. He had a horrible coaching career with the Dolphins. He was run out of the NFL. Jim Harbaugh took the 49ers back-to-back NFC titles and to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I Jim like, Harbaugh is a good coach. I think he just – he doesn't – I'm trying to think how to explain. He doesn't have that almost like – what people say that go getter, he cannot win the big big games, mm-hmm. and I think I think that 2016 game against Ohio State d- d- is d- a bigger d- loss than people realize. D- was that the game where it's like JT uh, was short? He was not short, but yes, okay, he was. he was not uh, short. He was short. So that game before that game happened, you see Harbaugh on the field running, screaming, yelling, going crazy, going nuts. Since that game. I don't ever see him throwing the headset, screaming at the ref, getting energy. That 2016 game was a bigger loss than I think most people realize. Yeah, I remember watching that game. I was so happy. J.K. Dobbins, baby. J.K. Wait, or no, it wasn't J.K. Dobbins. No, it was Curtis Samuel. Yeah, Curtis Samuel ran it in, dude. What a beast. Shout out to Curtis Samuel if you're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it. He's not even anything now, is he? Isn't he on the Ravens? I thought he was on the Panthers. I don't, I don't know. know. I thought he was on the Panthers. Or, or, yeah, it's, it's not the Ravens. Uh, I'll see him marking for some reason. Yeah, I think he's on the Panthers, but he's probably back up to Christian McCaffrey. Dude, Christian McCaffrey's nasty, dude. He's Christian oh McCaffrey. Gosh, I'm sorry. Nuts. Dude, Christian McCaffrey is levels above Alvin Kamara. I got, what? Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. What are your top three running backs? Top three running backs? Uh, the top Our number one better be the same. Christian McCaffrey. Okay, we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, most oh, I, I will say the most overrated running back before I get two or three most overrated running back is David Johnson. Arizona. He's not in Houston now, but oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, he, top, he had that one good year. Yeah, top three, it, in no order except except number one, McCaffrey. I'm gonna say Derrick Henry, and I'm not ba- I'm not bandwagoning him. It's just like, dude, his speed, He's a his speed, his size, insane. His strength is insane. I agree with you. And three, I wish I had my computer on. You want me to say my top three? Uh, I want to say my third. <laughs> Don't get mad, Le'Veon Bell. If Le'Veon Bell has a dude, Le'Veon Bell's on the Jets, bro. Like, why he signed with the team with the worst offensive line in the league? Don't ask me. Yeah, but if Le'Veon, like, dude, Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh was was yeah, at was one point was at one point the best running back in the league, in my opinion. Mines, I got McCaffrey at one, Henry, and then Barkley. Saquon Barkley. I'm not big on Saquon Barkley. No, there's. No, I think then, that I, I think that he's like like more of like a hype train kind of. Okay. Like, you uh, think uh, he'll fall off eventually? Yeah, I mean, like, like sure, in his rookie year he was good, ish. In his rookie year he showed promise, and last year he was pretty good. I just I I, I don't know, man. I think that he's more of like a. I think that he's like Odell. Like he's at one point the hype's gonna get to him, 
and then like he's kind of gonna what, fall. I think Christian McCaffrey's kind of. I think the Panthers are basically running McCaffrey into the ground. Oh yeah, because it's the same thing with it's, Mike Trout in baseball. Yeah, like dude, they're on terrible teams with nothing. Well, McCaffrey had what did he had like a thousand receiving yards or something too, didn't he? Yeah, I it, mean, I'm pretty sure Christian McCaffrey had like more receptions than like most receivers. Yeah, he had, was like the fifth most receptions or something. Yeah, I mean, and he had probably. Top five most carries. Mm-hmm. Think, about, think about how many hits that is. He's getting run into the ground by that Panthers team. You've got to realize what you're doing to this guy. You know, if you want him for 10 years. No, no way. You're doing that is not going to happen. No I, way. I, I realize, you know, Cam Newton was hurt. You got to rely on the run game more. But still, you cannot be giving this guy 45 touches a game. And I mean, that's at least 45 hits. Yeah, exactly. He's and then- going to get destroyed. I was amazed that he did not get seriously injured last dude, season. I, I had Chris McCaffrey on fantasy last two years. Dude. Same here. Shout out to that beast, dude. What, about, what do you dude. think about Nick Chubb? Is he on the Browns still? Yeah. I don't think he's good. I, no? I, 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 I used to be the biggest Browns fan in the world, dude. Like, everybody made, like, dude, I remember when they oh, beat the... I remember the, that. You when that, they beat the Manziel jersey. They beat the Chargers on Christmas Eve, dude. I was I was more happy than any Lions win I've ever in my life, dude. I was so happy, dude. As soon as they drafted Baker Mayfield, I hate them. <laughs> I hate Baker Mayfield, dude. I think he <clears throat> most over two most over three most overrated players in the league are Baker Mayfield, OBJ, and David Johnson. Okay. In, in my opinion. I don't think Odell's good. I don't think Baker's good at all. I think Odell's good, but he's too emotional of a player. He's if he would just, you know, relax a little bit, not worry about how many balls he's getting thrown to him and do his job, he'd be so much better off. You know, yeah, I mean, because every game he's a crybaby, kind of. Yeah, every game he's sense. got something to say about I didn't get the uh, you know enough touches or whatever. I mean, and he's got Baker throwing to him, so that doesn't really help. Exactly, he had Eli and then Baker thrown to him, so he didn't really take much of an upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> I barely any at all. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, what's he gonna get next, Mitchell Trubisky? Dude, don't sleep on Trubisky, dude. I don't know why everybody hates him, dude. He's I think just, he's good. He's the, the, so bad. The only thing about Mitch Trubisky is I feel bad for Bears fans because they passed on Watson and Mahomes. Yes. That's like that's like when the Pistons took Darko instead of Carmelo, right? Instead of Carmelo, D. Wade, all those guys. It's took Darko. Yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah, that'll be up there with with like pass up on opportunities, mm. dude. I, I, I was looking at uh, what's my stupid computer? It was it was the year the Lions drafted that one off. It was the year the Lions drafted that one offensive lineman. Oh, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, Taylor Decker. Did you say Ladanian Tomlinson? Or not Ladanian Tomlinson. Something Tomlinson. What was his last name? Oh, Lakin. Lakin Tomlinson. Yeah, yeah. It was the year they drafted. Uh, it, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. The year they drafted him, right after him went OBJ, Aaron Donald, and somebody else really good. Like, dude, could you imagine Aaron Donald on the Lions, dude? Oh, yes. I do remember that year because they had what was like the fifth or like sixth overall pick. Something like that. And then Odell went like 13th. Donald mm-hmm. went a little bit back there. Yeah. No, or was it? Was that when they took Ebron? Might have been that year they took Eric Ebron. If my computer wasn't dead, I could <laughs> check. Yeah, but it, it was something like that where we took somebody who made no, who didn't do anything, and then like the next yeah. three picks were like Hall of Fame. No, not Hall yeah. of Fame. Eric Ebron is now a god. Dude, I, I don't know why everybody like. Yeah, he had some catching problems, but he was always pretty solid. It at was, least in my eyes. I think the part of it was because when he was on the Lions, as bad as he was, 
there was no one near him that was going to take his job. Exactly. So he got lazy. He didn't try. He just he moseyed around. He did not try. It's the same thing in baseball. You know, when you're playing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. When you're playing at the high level, and then they put you down to um like AAA or something. You're not trying. And then he realized, wow, this is not what I thought it was. I need to try. And same with college. He's bigger than everybody. He's faster. He North played Carolina, at like, right? Yeah, he played at North Carolina. ACC doesn't exactly have good defense. So <laughs> no, not at all, dude. He, he didn't have to try on the Lions. You know, he got his contract and everything, got his money. Exactly. He, he got too wound up in the atmosphere. He wasn't trying. So then he gets cut. He's realized, okay, now I actually have to do something. Goes out, tries, gets with the Colts. He's with Andrew That's Locke. a good year. He has an amazing year. He was like the best. He was a top three tight end that one year. And it's because he realized, you know, I got to try. I got to put an effort. I got to get this done. It, it, and now he's got a huge contract. He's eating up. Oh, yeah. Is he playing for the Colts next year? Yeah. He is? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts, Colts have weapons now. Dude, don't sleep on Phillip Rivers, man. Don't sleep on Phillip Rivers. The only oh, thing about weapons. him is Colt, uh, is Andrew Luck did have, or Phillip Rivers had, he had Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler, Melvin yeah. Gordon, Keenan Allen. Like, I don't know if he's going to be, I don't know how he's going to be with those weapons. I think Melvin Gordon's a name that's kind of just gone away. Dude. he sat out last season. The resurgence is going to happen in Denver. Watch. I, I'm calling it right Melvin, now. Melvin, resurgence in Denver. His last season, he was a top three running back. I yeah, think. he was good. He was a beast. I, I think resurgence in Denver. The, the only thing about it, though, is I don't know. I don't know why he went to Denver where they got Philip Lindsay. Like, like, I don't think yeah. Philip Lindsay's good. But like, he's if not I'm bad. Yeah. Like, like in my I mean, eyes, he's not. He? He's, only he's little, okay. That was like his second year, though, right? Yeah. But in my eyes, if I'm Melvin Gordon, you know, I'm former top top three, top five back in the league. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I, I you know I sit out a year because contract disputes. You know, I'm going to a team like the Lions where, you know, the only person who's taking my job is somebody who gets hurt, you know, when somebody touches him. Yeah. Well, I like, think- dude, if, you're carry, if I'm carrying on Johnson, I'm, I'm out for six weeks just because I did that. So if I'm Melvin Gordon, I go to the Lions. Uh, who the hell doesn't have a back, a good back? Um... Arizona. Arizona, yeah, Arizona now. Like, I'm going to Arizona, not a place where they've got, you know, somebody who's young, cheap, yeah, up think, and coming. I think Melvin Gordon mentally thinks that he will beat him out. Yeah, it's just I don't know if I'd really take that risk. I would much rather have, you know, that for sure I can resurge my career and then, no, if I sign a one-year – because he only signed a one-year contract, didn't he? Yeah. No, if I sign a, a small one-year contract – you know, and then I go out there, and I have a year where I split carries with this guy. I don't get to show off as much as I'd like to. Yeah. You know, I'm getting the same one-year garbage contract next year with another team. I think part of it, though, is they offered him the most money. So I think really he just cares about the money, in yeah. all honesty. I don't think he really is caring about the carries, the stats. He wants the money. Yeah, it's the same or same thing with a lot of people. Like, that's what happened with uh, Jorge Masvidal, you know, the UFC fighter. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get carried away with the money. That was happening to Conor McGregor. He retired. So happened to Henry Cejudo. He retired. Mm-hmm. Happened to John Jones. He retired. Like it's all about money now. Speaking of money, what do you think about Patty Mahomes? Five hundred three. Oh my, man, that's just insane. Insane. It's like a baseball contract. It's insane. It's insanely crazy, as it is insanely stupid in my eyes. Yeah. Because like, in my eyes, at least in my eyes, at least I'm like, okay, I just sealed up. Probably no offense, Tom Brady sucks. Probably the best – in 10 years, he could be the greatest quarterback of all time, easily. Yeah. But in my eyes, I wouldn't give him 10 years. Dude, because – Yeah, I don't know. It's, I would say – It's all that, all that guaranteed money, dude. Patrick Mahomes is sitting in his house 
playing, you know, he's the 99 in a mad dude. He's sitting in his house doing nothing. Patty Mahomes doesn't have to practice. He's yeah. still getting, no, I mean, sure, it's not all 503, but, dude, he's still What's, getting. How much is guaranteed? Is it, like. I don't know, a lot. It was, like, 300, wasn't it? Something like that. An so insane like, amount. You know, if this man, you know, tears his shoulder. He doesn't care. And, you know, you know, has what Drew Brees did. Dislocates his shoulder, tears ligaments, everything, and can't recover from it. He doesn't you, care. You still got to give this man $300 million. Just, yep. I mean, he literally could get injured tomorrow. Not play a game of football again, but also not have to worry about ever making a dime. Exactly. He said for, I mean, like, I mean, dude, I don't even know what I'd do with $300 million. Yeah, it's, that's insane. Like, since this coronavirus thing started, we've been getting a lot of tips at Jets. And like, dude, like, I've, I can't tell you the amount of money I've lost, dude. And, like, it's only, like, you know, 300 bucks worth of tips, you know, dude. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't even know where, like, it's somewhere. It's in my car underneath the seat. <laughs> like, I, I found, like, I found twenty bucks behind my bed. I was like, "Oh, money!" Of course so, you did. Yeah, so I was like, "Dude, like, I don't know what I'd do with three hundred million dollars." Yeah, it just, like I said, he could tear his shoulder tomorrow, never play a game of football again, and be set for life. Exactly. I think that if there is a season, I think the Chiefs will win it again. I would say I think the teams that are only actually in it, like I would consider possible, um, AFC would be Chiefs. And Baltimore, and then NFC, I would say um, uh, San Francisco, the Packers, the Saints, and then I I want to say Tampa Bay. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I don't know. I'm not sold because Tom Brady last year that was the first season that we've seen, you know, a Tom Brady, you know, father time catch up to him. Yeah, I'm I'm not sold. That was the first season we haven't seen a All Star superstar year by Tom Brady, and so that's why. I, I, you know, they have the weapons. They got Gronk back, Mike Evans, Godwin. They have everything in place. They got the great defense, great line, great tight end. Shot Sean o- Bunting. O- <laughs> exactly. OJ o- Howard. They have the weapons. They have the team. Can they produce? Yeah, it's just, I, I think it's the one thing that always goes back to Tom Brady's career where everything, like, especially me, I think he is. He's a, in my eyes, he's a system quarterback. Tom Brady's, he's named after Tom Brady. His name, his, his, I call him Carlos. His name is Brady. He's named. You call him Carlos. I don't know, but <laughs> he's named after Tom Brady. Uh, my entire family is like my stepdad and my brother are in the Tom Brady. Like I'm in the Conor McGregor. Let's put it that okay. way. And uh, so, and like and me growing up with them, you know, I was like, all right, I I always get a hate on this guy because I can't stand listening to them talk oh about him, gosh. talk about talk good about him every single day, every single second, every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a system quarterback. I want to see how he is now with Belichick. That's why I, I don't think he's gonna be good. I think I don't think we can call him system quarterback yet because we've only ever seen him in one system. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can call someone a system quarterback when they've only ever been with one system because you don't know how they are with the other ones. So someone, you know, I'm trying to think who's a, who's another system quarterback? Um, who is someone like um, like a Cam Newton? Cam Newton was good. With some of the OCs that he's had, he was trash with some of the others. The, the, the only thing about it, the, the, I do like Cam Newton going to the Patriots, though. I think that's I, I think, think that's, that is that, so that, smart. That is for a him. good move by him because now you have Josh McDaniels in your corner. Mm-hmm. You've got good you know, offense coordinator. Got, I won't yeah, hate on him. Yeah, you got Belichick, who's arguably the best coach of all time. I mean, you've got some weapons. The page uh, the part of it last year was the Patriots were hurt so much. I mean, if they can get if they can get the receivers healthy, you know. You got Edelman, Nikhil Harry, 
You got a lot of guys, you know, Dorsett. You got a lot of guys who can do a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that plays out for Newton. The only thing about Cam Newton, it's just, it's the same thing when Cam Newton was in the Super Bowl against the uh, Broncos. Cam Newton gets emotional, and I, I want to see I, I want to see how that works with Belichick because I feel like Belichick's like the uh, I feel like he's the like, Belichick yeah. doesn't show any like I remember one time he smiled I was like he smiled like he has yeah. teeth. it's like <laughs> That's I, why I, I don't know it, I it'll be interesting it'll I'm inter- yeah exactly I agree I'm interested to see how McDaniel's and Belichick handle Newton mm-hmm. in New England if they can control him settle him down make him calm collect like like the greats are Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers Drew mm-hmm. Brees Peyton you know, when they're in those late game situations, they are calm, they're relaxed. Exactly. And they're thinking two plays ahead. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton's more thinking about the emotions, how angry he is, I think. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah, because, no, it's, it goes along with what I was just saying. Like, you no, know, Bill Belichick's like, no nonsense. You, you get there, you work, you leave. Yeah. And you, you know, and I just and, don't and know. And if you're not, you're off. Yeah, I just don't know if Cam Newton's that. I just don't know if Cam Newton's that is going to have that. Yeah, and I think another thing. Think most people aren't talking about it, but I think it's something that we do need to, that needs to be addressed in terms of the NFL. Is Jameis Winston going to the Saints? He's on the Saints. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be the backup. So he's gonna be third string. He should be the third string. Taysom Hill's the goat, dude. Taysom, I love. Taysom Hill, <laughs> I love. Taysom but I don't Hill. think he's a quarterback. No, he's not. I think Jameis Winston going to the Saints and playing with Sean Payton is a great move. And so what I think their whole idea here is is Get him. He's only a one-year deal. Most expect Drew Brees to retire after this season. Get him under Drew Brees and Sean Payton one year. He's not going to play much in games, but he's going to play in practice. Mm-hmm. See from now to, um, you know February where he is at in terms of how good he is. There's no doubt Jameis Winston has talent. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, he just has to get that that, that it's, IQ. He doesn't have the big, the best IQ. He doesn't. He's got the arm talent. He's got the. He's got. The, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. He's got the. He's got the mobility. He has talent. His decision making is lacking, and that's why Drew Brees on the Chargers was not that good. Uh-huh. I mean, Drew Brees only had two really possible places to go after um, San Diego. Yeah, after and he, it was just, his shoulder. Yeah, dislocated shoulder, tore a bunch of stuff. It was either Miami. It was Miami, or it was the Saints. He chose the Saints, and look what's happened. Well, yeah, but the, it, 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 I feel like Sean Payton's a, no. Sean Payton's up to Bill Belichick, just great minds. Oh yeah, and Sean Payton is. I think Sean Payton, McVay, and Andy Reid, and then Belichick are the best minds in football. Probably in yeah. terms of, especially I, agree with that. I think Sean Payton, McVay, and Andy Reid, those three are just quarterback wizards. Mm. They are the best. Offensive minds in football right now, and arguably some of the best all time. In yeah, terms of just offensive minds, mm-hmm. dude. Especially McVay taking Jared Goff because dude, everybody yeah. was mad when Jared Goff was the first overall pick, and he was he was a backup. Who was he even backing up, dude? Bradford, I think. Yeah, like dude, because you might be the number one pick, and you're getting you're benched by Sam Bradford, yeah. dude. But it turned out like, he obviously had a bad year last year, mm-hmm. but they went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, oh, and, and it's worked. It's, it's the same thing with Belichick, dude. He took a D two guy in the second round that nobody knew, and in my eyes, oh Garoppolo, yeah, about, yeah. Like, not looking him. He's a beast. He and he took Jacoby Brissett, a no, a not really huge out of college guy out of NC State, and I mean, sure, he's not no anything. He's not big. a superstar, but he's just, he was a starter. He's starting quarterback in a what eight and eight five hundred team, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And a subpar. No, he's a starting quarterback in a decent team. Yeah, and that's why 
the only reason we even know who Kirk Cousins is is because of Sean McVay. If Sean McVay is not the OC in Washington during I, Kirk I didn't Cousins, know that. Yeah. If McVay's not the OC in Washington during Kirk Cousins' years, we don't even know who Kirk Cousins is. I don't think Kirk Cousins is even in the league if Sean McVay isn't there. Yeah, I that, agree. He had that one. He had that half a good season, and then the next season he had a really good season, and then he went to um, the Vikings. Obviously, I don't think Kirk Cousins signs a contract after that season if Sean McVay is not there to get him that season where he made the Pro Bowl and made a bunch of just amazing year, had an amazing year. Like I said, I don't think we even know who he is anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean. Do, what are your opinions on Kirk Cousins? Because I, I hear a lot of different things. I, I have my own opinion. What's yours? I think he's talented. He's so inconsistent, though. He's so inconsistent. He, one game, he'll throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and he'll have 70% completion percentage. The next game, he'll have two interceptions, one touchdown, 200 yards, and he'll throw, like, 52% completion percentage. He's so inconsistent. So inconsistent. Rank, rank the NFC North quarterbacks. Uh, we got ooh, Stafford, Aaron, Kirk, and Trubisky. Trubisky. Okay, first Aaron, Kirk. Really, you think Kirk Cousins better than Stafford? I don't know. I mean, Stafford's same thing. He's inconsistent. I I, I don't know if Stafford's inconsistent. Though. I think Stafford has talent. Don't get me wrong. He's a he's a very talented guy, but at the same time, you know how many how many chances are you gonna give this guy? I, here's what I'll say. Has Matt Stafford ever had a comp- or has Matt Stafford ever had time to build a relationship with yeah, a coach, that's, that's with an offensive coordinator, with an offensive line, with a running back, with any receivers? I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I think that I think that it's the reason that the Lions will never be good mm-hmm. because the Lions think they have something and they'll work for it for half a year. If it doesn't work, they just give up on it. Yeah, and that's why I think if you put Matt Stafford on, I don't know, Texans. I think they win their division easily. Yeah. If you put him on almost any team that is at least a 500 team, I think he makes them win their division. He's a talented quarterback. I don't think – I think the reason people trash him so much is because he is put in possibly the worst situation 100%. in the NFL. So bad. I think you put him on the Browns even. Yeah. He takes them – He maybe wins that division because he's got – Or Baltimore, but yeah. Yeah, well, I forgot about Baltimore. Or – he gives them a run at least. Yeah, yeah. I think they make the playoffs at least the wild card. You've got Odell. T- ten and six wild card, hundred percent. Jarvis, Ninjoku, um, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, even. You've got weapons everywhere. He doesn't Kenny Galladay, yeah, Kenny Galladay's good. He's not great. I, I think Kenny Galladay will be great yeah. in one point. The only thing I worry about is uh, like I feel like I feel like Matt Stafford's gotten time to build a relationship with him, so I think that could be good right there. But like d- 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 I just think about it. When was the last time the Lions brought back like the same offensive line? When was yeah. the last time they brought back the same running? And I back? think I think part of that, part of the reason that Stafford isn't that great, is because we don't have we don't have a running game. Nope. The reason we don't have a running game, we don't have an offensive line. We nope. get, every year we get these linemen from top ten picks, or we get these gr- peop- so called great linemen, mm-hmm. and look what happens. There's a reason that the Packers. Did not make an attempt to sign T.J. Lang again. There's a reason for that. It's not an accident that he was a free agent very easily. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that he was not re-signed. And then we go up him, give him big money, expect great things, and he was awful. 
Well, I, I feel like it's a mix of, you know, obviously the Packers didn't want him, and obviously the fact that, you know, he was also, I mean, I shouldn't say, I should say he was getting old, but, but he, when you're... He, he was up there. He had yeah. been in the year league for quite a while. Yeah, when you're an offensive line in the NFL, like, if you have a career 10 years starting or just playing consistently, that's probably it. Yeah. Especially offensive line, you're getting hit every single play. You're, mm-hmm. you're not playing much. That's why, if they can get... A half-decent line, you can get a half-decent run game. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't have good backs. They they, they've always had good backs. They don't, decent they don't, backs. They don't have the line to make any holes. I think more times than not, the running backs are hit in the backfield. How do you expect to get a positive run game when your running back is hit in the backfield when the defense is doing a four-man rush? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is this the same thing? Is we, dude, I was super happy with the Lions offseason. Very, mm-hmm. very. Desmond Trufant drafted Okuda. Yeah, yeah. Sure, we lost Slay for a third round. Was it a third or fourth round? It's not like that. Either he, way, it was he, bad. He was probably going to sit out anyways because he hated the Lions. I, I don't think he hated the Lions. I think he hated the management. Yeah. I, I feel like, like there's a lot of things about the Lions. I, I feel like the management, I feel like a lot of people hate the management. That's why I hope the team goes up for sale. I mean, me too. I, I, I don't like the Fords. I just, I don't think they really know what they're doing. I don't think they do either. Yeah, but then no, we draft Okuda, we sign Trufant, we lose Slay, we draft DeAndre Swift, dude. I like signing DeAndre Swift, but it's just like I don't want him to go down the same path that that like who have we had? I don't want him to go down the same path that Kerryon Johnson. Kerryon Johnson went down. Amir Abdullah went down. Um, it, it, dude, when Lions drafted or when they signed Reggie Bush, dude, I was like, oh my god, dude, watch out for the Lions. But dude, Detroit sports. It's not just the Lions. It's all it's Tigers, Pistons, Red Wings, Detroit sports, or legends go to die. Literally, Allen Iverson got here, died. Yeah, Jordan Zimmerman from the Tigers, beast in Washington, got here, fell off so hard. I I, I think the Tigers though are the one exception. The Tigers and Red well the Red Wings a couple years ago were the one exception. The Tigers. Almost produced the the MLB's talent. Yeah, did they, much, they did. I dude. don't know too much about MLB, but I know the the Tigers five years ago insane had, had the best bullpen in the MLB. Five years ago, the Lions had the the greatest pitching roster of like you had what, of the last fifty years. You had what three Cy Young winners? Uh, it was what Ver- Verlander, David Ver- Price, um, Scherzer, Porcello. Yeah, even that's when they four had, right like, there. They had. Fister back then. Yeah, Doug Vesman face servers in his prime. You had great relief. Anibal Sanchez. Jorge, Jose Valverde. <laughs> I forgot about that dude. Papa Grande. That <laughs> dude was a beast. He was awful. Don't even try that. He, he was you good had, for a year You had half. Joe Nathan when he was good, at least. You had easily the best pitching rotation in bullpen baseball seen in a long time. 100%. And you don't have one of them now. Exactly. And then, same thing with, you know, the batting. You used to have just power hitters left and right. Oh, dude, it was he insane. Victor Martinez, Prince Fielder, Miguel Cabrera all on the same team, dude. JD. JD Martinez. Dude, they built JD Martinez from the. the, uh, the yeah. And that is one thing that you just nailed out of the park. No pun intended. <laughs> JD Mart, like, the Lions have taken, not Lions, the Tigers have taken all these random dudes and just made them into superstars. Not, li- not yeah. su- I wouldn't say superstar. I mean, JD Martinez was a superstar, but, like, they drafted Nick Castellanos. Mm-hmm. And they built him up, and now he's getting a big contract in, where is he at, Cincinnati? Yeah. Cincinnati. I mean, you had, I mean, they weren't great, but they they were great fielders. Exactly. You had Infante and. Um, Omar Infante, what a beast. Omar Infante and Jose Iglesias, who's got, who had 
easily one of the best gloves in all of baseball. 100% of he, all time. Just a ma- – and I don't know too much about baseball, but I know about him. A magnet. 100%. Nothing. Nothing. I never saw a ball get past that guy. Insane. Insane just, the amount of time he's going to put it. just incredible just reactions to the ball. Mm-hmm. They easily had, you know, you go back five years, they're easily one of the best teams in baseball. 100%. Five, six years. You know, they made the World Series. Got they swept, were, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they did, but they were incredible. They were an incredible team back when they had Leland. And then they get Brad Ausmus, just tanks the team. Who is, their, who is their GM now? GM? Yeah. Alan Vila. Or is he the owner? Or no, that's the Lurich family. I think it's Alan Vila. Is that or their their main like head coach or whatever? Oh, oh, head coach. Yeah, it's Ronnie Gardenhire. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this guy can do something. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I feel like it's it's another thing. It's it's another thing that Detroit sports do all the time. Detroit sports have nothing, and they hire a legendary coach with nothing, and he doesn't do good in two years because you give him nothing and you expect, yeah. and you're like, yep, you're gone. You know, you can't do anything. Yeah, like dude, it's not like it's not Gardenhire's fault that he signed a contract. Saying I'll be the coach of this team, and you literally give him nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the Pistons and Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey, Dwayne Casey, coach is of a the great year. Coach, I mean, he took you know he built up Demar, Kyle. He built up that Toronto team. Yeah, the, the, that that won the, the, the won the championship last year. Or was that last year? He was. I don't. Think, he wasn't the coach though that year. Oh, he, that was okay. His, that was oh his, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done. But I'm saying that team was built by him. You put him on the Pistons, you expect them to do something. You give him Andre Drummond. Yeah, and I mean, Andre Drummond's not bad, but Andre Drummond's not not worth it. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing about NBA players. That's the thing about the NBA nowadays. It's your your best player can't be a power forward, can't be a center. If if that's who you're paying your most money to, you're done. Unless it is someone like Joel. Oh or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. the Joker or Giannis. Yeah, but those got but Andre it, it, Drummond isn't on the same planet as no. them. I mean, like like it's the same thing as you said. Andre Drummond, top top in my eyes, top. Seven center in the league, yeah. But y- y- you can't be the the number seven center and being paid thirty million dollars, yeah. And be and, and lead a team. Part of the NBA is built off of shooting now, yeah. And our top two players, Andre Drummond, he's not making a three. Nope. And Blake Griffin, what is he? One out of five. He's rough at out the there. best. You you can your top two and top most highest paid players cannot be people who can't shoot. Nope. And then you've got Reggie Jackson. Okay, he's. Okay, he's an okay shooter. He's not great, though. Luke Kennard. He's getting there. Luke Kennard's getting there. He had quite a few games last year where he dropped, you know, four threes, four out of seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. Luke Kennard's getting there. I mean, you know, look at that man at Duke. He made everything. And then who's their center? They rotated. or They're small four. They rotated a bunch. Yeah. But they I, don't, I don't, they don't have a shooting team. And the no, NBA, and not at all. And that's why they won't be good. In the NBA today, if you don't have a shooting-built team, you don't succeed. You don't succeed. It's simple. I mean, I did. I feel like the only exception is Milwaukee, but like that's just that dude's. But I mean, another even breed. even Milwaukee, Chris yeah. Middleton, Malcolm Brogdon, Chris Middleton can shoot Malcolm Brogdon, George, uh, George Hill, Giannis can actually shoot. He can shoot bit. okay. You know, one out of four or something like that. I mean, the, uh, I mean that's still. I mean, it's not good. But. Lopez can step out and shoot for a center. So I mean, even if your center, right. the, let's say he makes one out of ten, it's still when he steps out. It still forces the defense mm-hmm. to cover that, it, it, which it, it, opens it's just up the having, middle. Yeah, it's just having the opportunity for I mean, the, for it, it to go in. Yeah, even if it is a twenty percent chance that he shoots it, 
Right. Uh, it's still, you know, 20%, you know, I got I, I to gotta go for this. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like... If it's Andre Drummond, like, okay, take it. Yeah, Andre Drummond goes and stands in the corner. That defense is going to stand around the block. Yeah. They're not going to care. And that's, like, you know, talking about college basketball, it's the same thing with Michigan, with John Teske. They made him shoot threes, made him learn how to shoot threes so that people like Xavier Simpson, uh, Charles Matthews could get in the paint. If Teske doesn't shoot threes, Michigan doesn't make the championship two years ago. I mean, you know, same with last year. If Teske's not shooting threes, Michigan's not winning games. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner <laughs> was a monster in college. If he can't shoot threes and he doesn't go out under the out under the corner all the time, that Michigan team is nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's just having the chance that it can be. It's the same thing mm-hmm. with football. It's the same thing with football. If you have two backs, you know, and one's not that good, but one's there, you're still an NFL back. Even if you're not good, you're good. Yeah. And so you you maybe not good compared to, compared to the the people you play against. Yeah, but, but compared you're, to people that didn't make it in the league, you're a monster. Yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you know, having a big man, even if he doesn't even make him, if he goes a game and he goes 0 for 4, the fact that he's even shooting him tells the team, okay, he's shooting him for a reason. He's not shooting him to airball. He's yeah. shooting him because he can make them. Mm-hmm. Forces the teams to need to step out. When you step out, you open up the paint. You open up stuff like um, give and goes. Uh, pick and rolls, all kinds of stuff when that paint is open. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're coming up on an hour. That, that flew, dude. That it flew. Did. It did. Coming up on an hour. I can only do an hour podcast. So, uh, you're going to have to call it for today. Um, I want to thank Drew for coming on and debating a little bit. We didn't get to do some first take stuff that like, I, like we wanted <laughs> to, but I feel like we agreed for the most part, except the fact that Tom Brady's not the greatest of all time and the fact that Michigan football is garbage. Anyway, but we, we need to get into that because I respect Drew a little bit more. <laughs> uh, but that's all we got for today. I want to thank Drew for coming on. Let's hear it for Drew, everybody. So thank, thank you for coming you for on, Drew. Me. No problem. You were my last option. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'll be back tomorrow, um, 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, former UFC title challenger Ian Creepy McCall is going to join me for a Zoom call. And then right after that, 2 o'clock, um, be joined by uh, former UFC title challenger 2011 Fight of the Year. With uh, Frankie Edgar, or well, I'm not. Frankie Edgar's not gonna be there, but it was with Frankie, <laughs> with Frankie Edgar. I'll be joined by Gray Maynard at 2 p.m. Eastern tomorrow for on a Zoom call. So tune in to see those. I am freaking out for those, so I need to write some stuff down. I gotta work in an hour, and then I get to go eat some crawfish with the boys tonight. You got any plans for the night? I'm working all night. Uh, yeah, me too. Right, I'm not all night. 3:45 to 9, baby. Jeez, I gotta That's be about 4:45ish till probably around 11. I gotta close tonight. That's wait, are you still working at the restaurant? Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. Well, that's all the time we got for today. Thank you again, Drew. And uh, I'll see you guys in about twenty two hours. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you.